0: This is Garden Variety, a horticulture podcast from Iowa Public Radio and Iowa State University Extension and Outreach. I'm Charity Nebbe. There are some guided meditation programs that ask participants to visualize themselves as a tree, grounded and peaceful. But trees can get stressed out, too. Chelsea Harbuck is here. She is a plant disease diagnostician with the Iowa State University Plant and Insect Diagnostic Clinic. And she's going to help us learn how to identify signs of stress in the trees and other plants that we encounter. Chelsea, Hello. Good morning, Charity. Thank you so much for being here. And this is kind of a personal mission for you, isn't it? To inspire <laughs> us to develop better observational skills.
1: It is. And, and um, it's it's my hope that people do start to become a little bit more observant of the world around them. And in doing so, they might be able to help the plants that they love. Okay. So to
0: identify problems, to notice when a plant or a tree is stressed out, we have to know uh, the baseline so how, how how do we how do we go about the world knowing what what our plants and trees should look like
1: well so if you if you you know buy a tree from a nursery or plant you know a shrub or flower in your yard you should have some basic idea of like what normal is for that plant and Um, You know, if you don't know what's normal, you can look online, you can ask, you know, your your extension experts and they'll help you um, identify what's normal. And the reason for like knowing what is normal for a plant is so you can easier and more hopefully more quickly be able to recognize when there's something not normal going on with that plant. Well, and let's talk about that because, um, you know, as a
0: parent, as a pet owner, I have worked really hard to try to take a deep breath when something seems a little <laughs> bit out of the ordinary and not rush mm-hmm. to the doctor and not rush to mm-hmm. the vet. Um, when you notice there's something different, a change in your plant. how do you know, OK, this is something I should actually be concerned about?
1: Well, so, you know, you're going to want to, like, if you see something that's not normal, um, definitely, like, take note of it. Don't freak out. Um, It's, um, you know, there's a couple different things that can affect our plants. We have non-living things that can affect plants and living things like our plant pathogens that can affect plants. And uh, plant pathogens, when they affect plants, the problem usually gets worse over time. And if it's something non-living, usually um, things don't get worse. But in like over years, they can get worse. Um, but you know, if you start to see something not normal, just note it. Um, maybe watch it for a week or two and see if things progress. Um, and and always, you know, you don't you, we don't take our plants to doctors, um, but you can reach out to plant doctors and we can help you determine whether or not it's something you should freak out about.
0: All right. And so are, do you, should I have a journal that I'm keeping or something like that when you, when you say make a note of it? Because
1: it is very hard to remember. Oh, yeah. When did I see that change? Well, most of us are carrying around uh, little computers in our pockets, our smartphones. And um, our smartphones Always have cameras, and the, when we take pictures with our cameras, our phones uh, keep record of the date of when you take those pictures. So, um, so you don't have to keep a journal. Um, you can just take a picture and and refer back to that those pictures as you continue to to um, track you know, the, the prog- if there's any progression on your plants. All right.
0: So take a picture. That way it's stored and you've, you've offloaded that from your brain and you can go back and, and take a look. And then what kinds of things do you want to be looking at? You're like, OK, something has changed. It happened on this day. I noticed it on this day.
1: What should you do next? Well, so for, you know, things like trees um, or like any plant, really, um, you're, you're always going to want to look at like the foliage color. Um, if the color is off, note it, take a picture. Um, you might also look at um, like the density of the canopy and um, take note of something like that. Um Check out the stems. Um, you know, maybe even like the base of a tree. Um, take take note of you know all parts of the plant. If you notice, um, if uh, because there's different things that can be wrong depending on um, you know what's affecting the plant. And um, and yeah, so you want to just look for things that aren't normal and um, and take take pictures. As you are watching this progression,
0: how do you diagnose what's actually happening?
1: Well, so, um, you know, I, I actually, um, tweeted about this yesterday because I, I wrote a recent article for Home and Hort Pest News about um, tips and tricks for identifying and tracking um, plant problems. And when I say identifying, you know, my goal isn't for people to be um, be the plant doctors, be able to actually, like, diagnose problems because that takes years and years of practice. Um, what what we want is for people to be able to, do to detect these problems um, and characterize the problems um, because the 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 sooner, the earlier that people can identify problems and, um, you know, reach out to uh, experts to figure out what is causing the problem, the more likely it's going to be that the problem can be solved and the quicker they can, um, you know, implement those management practices to try and alleviate the problem. The majority of
0: problems... With trees are, are not necessarily pathogens. They're
1: not necessarily diseases, right? Absolutely. It's um, and and this is, you know, part of why I'm on this this soapbox. Um, it's, you know, most of the tree samples we get in the clinic, um the trees are dealing with some sort of abiotic issue. Maybe there's a pathogen on there, but the pathogen is taking advantage of a tree that's already in a stressed. Uh, stress environment, stressed situation. Um, so we need to um, we need to be cognizant of the fact that trees are a lot more complicated than I think um, a lot of people give them credit for, and make sure that we are taking care of them um, in in the appropriate manner. And that starts with you know proper planting, um, planting trees that are actually suitable for the environment that you're looking to plant a tree, etc. Well, of course, every year
0: on this show, we dedicate at least one episode to talking about proper technique for planting a tree. We talk about watering Mm -hmm. techniques. We talk about all of these things over and over again. Mm -hmm. But, of course, the environment is not 100% within our control. So even if we're good at following directions, our trees could get stressed out. So what are some of the environmental factors that tend to stress out trees?
1: Well, you know, um, Iowa... Uh, experienced a pretty significant drought, uh, in 21 and 22, you know, most of Iowa is still considered in a drought, um, even today. Um, and so one of the things that can be done, especially with newly planted trees is supplemental watering, even our, um, you know, more established trees sometimes could benefit from, from some watering. Um, and, um, And being aware of the kind of environment that you're cultivating for the tree, you know, try not to uh, introduce any kind of stress to the roots of the tree, um, which would be things like compaction or construction around the tree. Um, because um, when you have significant damage to the roots below ground, you know, un- even unintentionally, it can have detrimental effects to the long-term survival of trees.
0: And, and that's a really common problem. If you're having work done on the house or, or something unusual comes up, somebody might just drive a truck over your yard. They might just do it a lot of times. And yep. uh, that can cause real problems for trees, and I think that's something
1: that a lot of us don't think about until it happens. Absolutely. Absolutely, and and uh, and it's something that you know might take just a little while for the trees to show the symptoms of that stress or damage, um, and uh, it's something that can be prevented. So, um, and and once you have that kind of damage, there's no there's no repairing it either. So that's why it's really important to be proactive in and the holistic care of your tree, which includes above ground and below ground. All right, and I I know you just told us we need to be better observers on
0: our own, but give us some hints. I mean, what are some of the signs in trees in particular
1: that show that they might be stressed? So you'll see um, leaves change color. Um, You know, most, (laughs) you know, our trees are generally have green leaves. You can see um, like leaves starting to be yellow. You can see um, red in some instances um on our um on our conifers you can see um you know leaves or um needles start to turn brown um you can see on the trunk um some cracking um in some cases um and in the canopy in general you you you'll if you're really observant and you know how full and dense a canopy should be, you can start to see thinning in the canopy. And that is a, that's a huge red flag for um, something, something detrimental is going on to, the, to impact the tree's health.
0: Now, once you start seeing those signs, you're going to see stressed out trees all over the place. I know this has happened to me. And of course, <laughs> if you go to any like mall parking lot, you're going to see a stressed out tree mm-hmm. in a little island in the middle of the parking mm-hmm. lot. But if, <laughs> should you keep your thoughts to yourself or should you, should you go around telling people
1: when you see that their trees are stressed out? And this is a, this is something that I deal with on a daily basis. I I walk around, I go places and I see trees that were maybe not planted properly. Maybe they have a mulch volcano, all these things. And I'm just like, I have to, I have to reel myself in and realize that's, you know, as much as I care for the trees, like that tree isn't my responsibility. So I I would try to rein in your, rein in your feelings for trees. If you develop strong feelings for trees, (laughs) like I do and recognize that the only trees that you can control control are the ones that, you know, belong to you. All right. And this, this method of being more observant, more
0: engaged in looking at the plants in your environment, that seems like it would have
1: benefits on many levels. Is it something that just makes you feel more connected, Chelsea? It really does. I think, um, I think as humans, we, um, we, don't connect with nature as much as we used to um we're we're prone to walking around and staring at our phones and not like taking in the environment around us um and you know uh put that phone away only take it out if you see something weird going on with the plant and and really just like observe the world around you um there's there's so much to look at Chelsea Harbuck is a plant disease
0: diagnostician with the Iowa State University Plant and Insect Diagnostic Clinic. For more gardening information and tips, please subscribe to our Garden Variety newsletter. You can find out more at iowapublicradio.org slash garden. I'm Charity Nebby. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Garden Variety is a production of Iowa Public Radio and Iowa State University Extension. It's produced by me, Erin Style, Caitlin Troutman, and the Iowa Public Radio talk show team. For more garden goodness, please subscribe to our Garden Variety Newsletter. Just go to iowapublicradio.org garden. I'm Charity Nebbe. See you next time.